sake, let's take a minute and give it up for podcasts. Am I right? Um, no, but seriously, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way to make podcasts. So let me explain. One, it's free. Two, it literally gives you all the tools you need in order to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is amazing. Um, also, the best part, in my opinion, is that it'll distribute your podcast for you. So you can hear it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pretty amazing, and you literally have to do nothing. The other thing is, you can make money from your podcast. There's no like minimum listenership required, so that's kind of cool. Um, But yeah, seriously, if you're like into podcasts and thinking about making one, I would check it out because it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Um, So yeah, go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? Well, hello and welcome to Femme Noir, a podcast where we talk about movies that are centered around women. We talk about movies that are written by, directed by, or starring women. I'm Victoria. And I'm Serena, and today we're talking about the movie Black Bear. Black Bear is a film directed by Lawrence Michael Levine. Uh, The plot follows a couple, played by Christopher Abbott and Sarah Gordon, who entertain an out-of-town guest, played by Aubrey Plaza, who is looking for inspiration in her filmmaking. The group quickly falls into a calculated game of desire, manipulation, and jealousy, unaware of how dangerously intertwined their lives will soon become. Synopsis courtesy of Letterboxd. Um, this synopsis makes it sound like a way better movie than it is. It's a very not good movie that we both hated, but yeah. we are going to talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the synopsis was like one of the main reasons I was like, oh, this is probably like going to be right up my alley, like a cool like psychological drama. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, I get it. It's for men. (laughs) Yeah. Just right off the bat, I know. Um, And, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the Bechdel test stuff later because, like, it actually does pass. I would say that Mm -hmm. it does pass, but I wouldn't say that it's a movie that's sensitive to women. Um, Literally, that scene where – I mean, we're just jumping right into it. Should we do first impressions first or – and talk about that. I guess. I feel like we kind of went over them. Like, our first... Like, we didn't see anything about the movie. Not really. Yeah. Neither of us... I guess... Yeah. Well, okay, so I heard about it at Sundance last year, because it premiered at Sundance last year in 2020. Mm-hmm. And Same. I heard good reviews. I heard that Aubrey Plaza has an amazing performance. I saw her that yeah. it was really serious. And I had only ever seen her in, like, Parks and Rec and all her sitcom stuff. So I was like, okay, that's going to be really cool. And then as the year progressed, and more and more people who weren't critics saw it... The worse and worse the <laughs> reviews were that I read, and I was like, okay, I went into it kind of with no expectations, and I was still let down. Um, really upsetting. And we talked about it a little bit before the acting was really good. It wasn't really mm-hmm. like the actor's fault. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I think they were just given a bad script. The actors, they really played yeah. the characters they were given, and honestly, yeah. the characters they were given weren't bad. They're just very. They're just. Like I said, it's it's for men. It's, yeah. It's just not... Like, it was a lot of movie, gratuitous... Yeah. I feel like if I was a guy, I would enjoy the movie better. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. been triggered every five seconds by something stupid. Yeah, it know? was a lot of self-servient dialogue and, like, the... the, the uh, what is it? Um, topics of discussion that the characters had were really... Um, 
of a certain like, like perspective. <laughs> like they weren't, um, I don't know, really relatable to me in any way. And they also didn't like develop any any sort of like intercharacter relations, in my yeah. opinion. And um, you can we, feel it right off yeah. the bat. Like even like immediately it feels plastic. the movie opens. Yeah, it feels fake from the very yeah. beginning. And you're yeah. kind of like, okay, maybe this is like what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, okay, I think. And then it shifts. And then you're like, oh, okay, wow, these characters really like got in there. But yeah. like the dialogue from the very beginning is like so cringe. It's yeah, it's not. It's not great. Because yeah. it starts off and she's like talking to the guy. And I guess she's lying the whole time of your father's character. Because he's like, oh, so you're, like, the filmmaker. And, he, and she's like, oh, what did Mike tell you about me? And he's like, nothing. She's like, oh, really? Like, nothing? Of course. Meh. And <laughs> it's just like, okay. And then she meets his, like, girlfriend who's pregnant with their baby, right? And then mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I like your jumper. And she goes, oh, thanks. And she, like, stops for a second, like, as if it's, like, a weird thing to say. And she's like, sorry, yeah. I meant that as a compliment. And she goes, no, like, that's great. I like your sweater. And then she's like, oh, I hate compliments. You don't have to do that. And then she's like, I, I love compliments. <laughs> I hate that. Like, what? I don't understand what, like, it's so it felt fake. like they were trying to create a tension there, which definitely, like, showed through. But it felt like the kind of tension that comes from, like, a person who thinks that this is what tension is actually like between two women, when in fact that's, like, not at all what tension is like. <laughs> like, to me, there wasn't tension in the the uh, meanings of their words. There was tension in the fact that it was such an awkward conversation that I know yeah. that both of them, if it was real life, they would both be like, oh, cringe later. They'd be like, oh, why did I say that? Oh, cringe. Like, <laughs> not because it was like... <laughs> not because they were competing or like what like yeah, the stuff that they wanted so you to feel awkward. it was just because it was an awkward conversation it, it felt like one of those scenes so when you're like in an improv class and they're like okay yeah. so you gotta say this and then you gotta say this and they're like everyone's just watching them and they're just like okay uh, your mom's bad <laughs> like no, he literally said, like, I love your mom. I'm so sorry I had to say that. It's, it's my grade on the line. <laughs> That's what it felt like. No, you're I so like, right. No, it's so weird. And then they okay, go you're so right. at the dinner. Oh my goodness. The dinner when he's yeah, like. It dragged on. The whole thing about her cooking. Yeah. I was like. I hate that I can always remember really bad dialogue. It pisses me off so much because I really would like this to not live in my head. But literally, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, it's so nice. You're you're lucky with this one. And then she's like, oh, what do you mean? She goes, you've got a man that can cook. And then she's like, oh. And he's like, and she's like, I don't know how to cook. And then the girlfriend's like, you don't know how to cook? You don't know how to cook. You can't even like scramble eggs. You've never baked a potato. She's like, I've never baked a potato. And I was like, I hate this. I hate it so much. And then she's like, Oh my gosh, what kind of mother did you have that didn't teach you how to cook? And then she goes, My mom's dead. <laughs> but then she was lying later. A half hour and later, you find lying. out that she was she's lying. Like, Are you lying right now? The same conversation a half hour later. Nothing happens between that and, like, a half hour later, that conversation. Oh, I was going to go on to the scene about the, uh... They're they're foxtrotting. Yeah, dancing in the living room. And then she's like, you should dance with him. He's a great foxtrotter. And then there's, like... Again, it felt like when you're in fifth grade and you're first to, like, square dance with, like, a partner. And you're just like, oh, no. (laughs) This is so scary. I'm going to step on him. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I have to touch a girl. 
I guess it comes back to, honestly, we mentioned it before. I think it, I can't remember what one we mentioned it in. And we were talking about what it is that makes a movie a good movie. And for us, it was the plot. Maybe yeah. for some people, they're like, oh, my God, the dialogue is so good and interesting. Like, this is such a good movie. This movie was only dialogue. This movie would have been better as a book. You could. It, yeah. it did nothing special. <laughs> the fact that it was a film. You know what I mean? It's like you have all these other elements that they didn't quite utilize to their to their furthest extent and that's like a whole genre now is like the talking like it's all just like weird conversation it's like a podcast you're watching these people give weird opinions and it's all like these aren't real people these are one or like like, you know a writing team's like and you can it's yeah, all fake. You can it's kind like, of feel that it's like one perspective that they yeah. tried to be like three different perspectives. Yeah. For example, the scene where they're going on about feminism after the mm-hmm. box shutting and yeah. after they started yelling. And she's like, yeah. you're just into traditional gender values and gender roles. And he's like, just because I'm not into traditional gender roles doesn't mean I'm a male chauvinist, okay? <laughs> just because I decide, or just because I think that like, because we've gotten rid of gender roles that all society is going to hell right now and we keep bringing things up. It's like we would have been happier with these gender roles. And then Aubrey Plaza chimes in her character, Blair. No, what's her name? Uh, Allison. Allison? Yeah. Allison chimes in and goes, oh my gosh, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I am an anti-feminist. And they're like, what? She goes, I was joking. I'm just kidding. And then she goes, but actually, no, I think women should be slaves. They should have been slaves like they were in the 1700s. Why? Because I have no direction in my life. Like, like, and, and we talked about this a little bit that, before. That's some hella internalized misogyny right there. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit before because you read a review about someone who totally trashed Aubrey Plaza's um performance but I feel bad because I'm like I don't know because I think they did a good job acting but I really think that they were um doomed by the fact that it was a shitty script like that that how do you play that properly like how do you how do you go back and forth from being feminist to non-feminist and like honestly I feel like she's the only one that maybe could get away with it I can think of a single other person that would piss me off like she she's so ambiguous and like she's so good at like being in the middle and I feel like that character was supposed to be in the middle and ambiguous and like not really yeah, like one way or the other forth, like trying yeah. to just spark some drama kind of a thing because like she's kind of serious and then she went yeah. on that thing and I was like oh so this isn't like you're just trying to stir some drama apparently that came later in the film like I thought that was a start I thought that was when all the drama was supposed to be happening with like the mind games and like the weird like manipulation and everything and then part two happens and you're like Oh, this is the manipulation part that they're talking about from the synopsis. I thought that was happening from the start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because then apparently what the twist ending is supposed to be is the fact that... Let me move my chair up because I look kind of short. Um, that looks better. Okay, because apparently the twist ending is supposed to be is that that whole second part is her screenplay. Or that's what I yeah. took away from it. But... Yeah, it's um, like... I'm sorry, but it felt like... Like what? 
honestly, it's another, and I ranted about it in, in one of them about Tenet, and I can't remember if we kept it in or not. The fact that I was like, guys will make movies that are purposely confusing and purposely don't make sense. And they'll be like, you just don't get it. You just it's don't just, get it. It's just, it's too deep for you. And it's like, <laughs> and I was like, no, I got it. It it's just wasn't done pool. well. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, not I get a good what you movie. were saying about yeah. <laughs> making movies and the fact that it can be like really tolling on your emotional health because of all the manipulation that's going on. I got that. It was just not done that well. <laughs> yeah and it's like honestly I like feel the like second half of the movie could have been its own movie if that yeah. movie if that was the movie I feel like the movie would have been like infinitely better but honestly even that I feel like is problematic <laughs> because it's like he, he was trying to be neo-woke in the, in the beginning with that whole like conversation about like oh anti-feminism oh and all God. this stuff but then like the second or the second part of the movie I can't remember how long it actually was but that part where she's like having a breakdown he's manipulating her the other girl thinks it's funny I think guys need to stop making movies about girls yeah, and trauma and girls that. being manipulated and girls being victims like that shit just needs to stop because it wasn't cute he never apologizes he never gets is coming to him it's like no not fucking cute to me so was, i was like and then he because then, then he twisted like oh so she wrote it like that was her like this isn't misogynistic because like, she, she wrote it but it's that. like exactly remember. it's like that's not cute and like also kind of dumb it i don't understand like an indie film major dude that thinks he yeah. like knows everything wrote this movie as his attempt at trying to give women a chance yeah you know you know what i mean <sighs> and i it feel was, like you know what i mean <sighs> no honestly and it was that that made malcolm and marie just so unwatchable because it was like one perspective two sides of it and just the whole thing was dialogue and it was like a little oh i wish you saw it because i you heard, totally that, understand I heard what a lot I mean. about that and I can kind of, like, oh, even from the, just the clips that I've seen, I can kind of get it. Because yeah. there's the clip where she's like, no, Malcolm, why didn't you write me into your speech? And yeah. Like, even that, that line, just in itself. And he's like, what, did you want me to, like, you're in the credits of the movie. And I'm just like. Yeah. When I saw that, I kind of was like, I don't really want to watch it anymore. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and there's this really bad part. I wish I could remember it word for word. But it was like, do you remember how, like, that there was that quote floating around where Malcolm goes like, oh, and why did Barry Jenkins' Moonlight, like, get so popular? Is it because he's straight or, like, some shit? There was some shit he said about Barry Jenkins. But anyways, in that same conversation, he also says, like, and what, like, the male gaze isn't real because, like, being male isn't real because, like, gender's fake and da-da-da. And it was just, like... <laughs> that's what I mean by neo-woke because I'm, like, Oof. what amount of privilege do you have to have to be, like, oh... <laughs> oh, like, being male isn't <laughs> <laughs> like literally <laughs> it made me want to fucking scream but i knew that this movie was going to be similar to like it's all, it's a, it's a whole genre of dudes just like being gratuitous and like just getting all their like venting venting through a film that they're able to premiere at sundance and it's so upsetting <laughs> that this kind of shit will get more recognition than something that's actually fucking good but they're not made by a white man it's fucking upsetting oh my like, fucking die. <laughs> because <sighs> like i don't care it's like the the leads in that movie weren't if white dude, because it's like you know how there's like movies where they're like if a dude tells you this is his favorite movie it's a red flag yeah. i'm adding this movie to the list <laughs> <laughs> no you should as you should as you should mm. 
No, it's true. I actually just recently watched, maybe we could do a podcast on this one, but I just recently watched American Psycho. Have you seen that one? No. Oh my God. It was so fucking good. Written and directed by women. By women. Yeah. And I was like, why is this so fucking good? And like the whole, the whole, um, I know. Because women know how to write from both the male gaze and the female gaze, but they also know how to make it so that everything isn't subject to the male gaze and so there's different layers of nuance because men literally can't look at anything like that because they've always been catered to it's ridiculous no literally literally because it was like really theatrical and i don't know if that's just the way that christian bale played it but i was like i think like a little way into the movie because the premise is that he's a serial killer and he kills women and he like gets a couple like hits or whatever he kills a couple women but you never see it and i was like what director is this? Like, that's not showing. And it's a woman. And then it was, yeah, a woman. And it was written by women based on a book. But I, like, there totally could have been scenes where it's like, because he would seduce them and then like kill them. But there totally could have been scenes that were exploitive, exploitative. Mm-hmm. And there weren't. And I thought it was, I thought it was like funny. Like, I don't know if that's fucked up, but it's like, it, it seemed like, like you're supposed to think that he's a joke, you know, he's like this oh, super yeah. uppity, like businessman. And he's like, oh, I'm serious and all that kind of stuff. And you're not, I felt like you're not supposed to take him seriously. Like you're mm. supposed to be like, you know what, dude, you, what do you do? Like you do nothing. You're a joke. And it so was just the best movie ever. <laughs> dude, honestly, dude, <laughs> it was I'm such a saying. good movie. <laughs> dude yeah the joker who like wow that movie was literally so fucking good i was like that we could maybe do a podcast on that one i was no, so I'm shocked i thought i was gonna hate it but it was amazing the I only reason it. i haven't watched it is just because there's certain like mannerism christian bale makes that kind of scare me and i just <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, like, like what it doesn't I have to be like murder. mentally prepared because he's kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like even in his Batman movies, it was kind of like always oh, kind of scary. <laughs> like every time, I'm like, Ugh. oh my god, <laughs> that's so is. funny. That's like a stupid reason, <sighs> but it's it's, it's a reason. No, you're valid. <laughs> that's yeah, so valid. I don't know. If your fight like, or flight yeah, kicks this in, like... like there were maybe two things that I thought were good about this movie. It was the acting, Audrey, Audrey Plaza's acting, especially in the second part. But this other thing is, <laughs> it's like a very specific thing. And Victoria knows what I'm talking about because we've like experienced it is working on set. Like okay. when you have not a big budget <laughs> or no budget, like at all. Yeah. <laughs> and like half of your crew is like stoned. Um, you have like two hours to shoot a scene in like some random person's house that wasn't even like set up before. So one of your actors has to go to work. Like this is due in like like three days time. You yeah. have to edit it all. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Just like okay, and then like the other half of the crew is like trying to get with each other, and you're just like, well, what's even happening right now? There is just one. like there's two people actually paying attention. They made that feeling of this like indie film set in in the like retreat area so real with the freaking the two the two lesbian characters the asian one when she's like talking to the other one and she's like oh like they're smoking whatever and then her girlfriend comes and she's like the producer but she's got like explosive diarrhea for some reason (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what it 
was such a random thing to have in there, but I actually think that I enjoyed that part more than anything else in the movie. When they're going around and then they're like, where's, where's Allison? I don't know where she is. And then she gets the coffee spilled on her. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, that was my fault. And then she comes out of the bathroom and then the one with explosive diarrhea runs past and <laughs> yeah. she knocks her coffee over again. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we're not doing pink anymore since that was my backup pink shirt. Now we're going to blue. Okay, cool. Got it. They're still trying to find Allison. Meanwhile, Allison is drunk. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's the only thing that I appreciated because I was like, so accurate and then that was like the perfect rule of thirds joke with the with the coffee thing because then later they're like halfway through they're like okay we just have the last take of the movie to do and he goes okay and he goes are you doing okay and she's like hunched over she's like yeah and then (laughs) she like runs off to the bathroom and she runs into this guy and he spills his coffee (laughs) I was like, why wasn't this movie a comedy? I feel like this movie would have been a much better comedy because those jokes are great. Those jokes, funny. Funny than the what. Were they placed in any, like, did we need it? No. But that's probably the only reason I finished the movie, if I'm being honest. I know. (laughs) Totally misplaced, like, because every time they would go back to being serious, I would space out. I was like, oh, this isn't important. You could probably cut out every single non-joke in the movie and it would make and you would know exactly what was going on. For a dialogue movie, like it's pretty pointless dialogue. Mm. Yeah, like honestly, and the only time they ever really mention what the heck the movie's about is the very, very end. When Like when she's writing? No, not even that. It's oh. right before Blair's character finds, or not Blair, Allison's character finds Blair and Gabe in the meta world or whatever, and like their imagination, like screwing in like the boathouse or whatever, which is like the exact parallel to the scene that we saw earlier when it was Gabe on top of, um, on top of Allison. And then like right before that, uh, Gabe and Gabe and Blair are sitting on like the the boat thing, the boat dock or whatever, and they're sitting there. And she's like, "Oh, that was a great, that was a great, um, like scene. Like you did really good today. This movie's gonna be really good." And then he goes like, "Thanks, but I feel kind of bad about it." And then she's like, "Yeah." He's like, "It's not really like what we did, but like how we did it." And I was like, "That that's it. You didn't even carry that theme to the whole movie. You're just gonna tell it to us right now." Like, that's supposed to be the theme of the movie, is that you're dealing with the emotional trauma of the fact that you manipulated people, and it can be hard because she's your muse, but you're also emotionally manipulating her to get what you want in order for your art, end quotes, art. And I was like, that's dumb. I don't like that. (laughs) I was like, that's so dumb. I don't like that. (laughs) I refuse to to accept that. Like, it would have, like... Honestly, you could have given the you could have given that like idea to pretty much any other movie that's ever been written about Hollywood. Like we saw Black Swan, right? Yes. Did it so much better. Honestly, I know, and it's a bummer because honestly I was not a fan of Black Swan 2 just because of that. I was like, wow, the, this whole movie is about her. And that one bothered me too because it was it's like better her manipulation. Just, yeah, I, like, but it, it equated stuff like sex and stuff to like yeah. 
her her being evil and her like going to hell and then she's like she has like a, a wet dream about Mila Kunis and then like that equates to her being evil and going to hell and I was like I don't like this shit. <laughs> this is so like cons- like Christian like whatever dude these it's like very weird like I forgot that we were still in like the 1800s um okay whatever yeah it's just like we've seen it before it's not like you're doing anything new just because you're trying to do it in like a neo-woke way it was so and then like those themes didn't even carry through the movie like it's just the second part of the film and then why would you make a woman be the writer of that like what was the reasoning behind that was there any reason to that or was it just because you were like, okay, this character could be played by a man or a woman, so I'm just going to cast a woman because I can. Like, <sighs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I know. I don't know. Kudos and it's like, to her. She got the part. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to say that like movies have to have like three-act Hollywood narrative structure. I don't want to say that they have to like conform to certain standards or like instruct morals or, you know, conform to expectations and that kind of stuff. I maybe yeah maybe it just is like personal experience like it's I've just seen this too much like Mm -hmm. these themes and these ideas coming from people that are sexist I've like encountered in my classes and I've encountered in real life and I've seen them relate to stuff like this I've seen them say these sorts of things and so now um I like equate it with it it like leaves a bad taste in my mouth um when Mm -hmm. I see this kind of stuff and also when I see it get like acclaim yeah that's just upsetting to me. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This movie didn't really have any reason to be acclaimed because even if they were going to do that, we've seen it before, done way better. Mm-hmm. Way less campy, way less cringy. With, like, and without the love triangle, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, guys love them. Was, like, girls were, like, obsessed with them. Like, and fighting like, over oh. them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> And I was saying earlier, just, like, a little bit about, like, like why would they have a woman do this? Because I remember specifically, and sorry if these guys are listening, but I still think they were wrong <laughs> for doing this. <laughs> In one of our classes with those guys, they tried to make this, like, revenge movie with, like, this girl as, like, the main character. And then she, like, comes in from the story that's being written. It's literally, it made me, this movie made me think of it so much. Because their idea for this movie was that it starts off with this girl getting kidnapped, right? And then before she, like, gets killed and, like, dies and, like, gets raped or whatever, it goes and cuts to a writer's room. So it turns out this is all just a movie that's being written, right? And they're trying to figure out what kind of movie, like, like what the ending should be. Like, should we kill her? Should we not kill her? And then... And then they come out of that. And the the main character from the story that they're writing like manifests in the room and like kills them all in the boardroom. And our professor, female professor, says, I feel like you had an idea, but it doesn't feel like you really like nourished it, right? Like she's like, it feels a little like like tone deaf. <laughs> and then they tried to argue and say, How is it tone deaf? Because the girl gets revenge. And they did not understand the fact that it's not justice if the girl is still getting brutalized on screen. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) she gets brutalized on screen, and all she does is come back and kill them. Like she doesn't get an actual voice or anything. She just 
Yeah. Like nothing. She just exists purely so that she can be brutalized. And then she exists after that for your entertainment. Okay, great. That's not justice. That's why it's tone deaf. And this movie was basically the same thing. It was basically the same thing. I can't. I cannot. (laughs) It stings extra hard because I remember that professor during one of the lectures she said that she wasn't a feminist. And she's like, yeah, I don't really believe in feminism. So for her to say that that was sexist, girl, you have to really fuck up. <laughs> oh my goodness. And they literally yeah. spent like 20 minutes of our time trying to argue how they were being inclusive yeah. and whatever. And we're like, yeah. okay, so obviously you're not going to listen to any of the women in this class that's yeah. fine sure you go ahead white dude that looked exactly like gabe in this film he literally dressed exactly the same girl <laughs> i know the director's outfit I, oh my gosh when i was watching this film i actually literally got flashbacks to that scene and i was like this is this is that film class <laughs> that's why thing. i bring up movies like american psycho because i'm like it's not even about the the subject matter like necessarily like i i would say that like it like maybe that's not my personal favorite movie to watch but mm-hmm. a movie can exist with that subject matter that's not offensive in that same yeah. way you know what i mean like, so I'm like it's oh possible you're just not doing it <laughs> you're saying like oh it's bad to to do that while showing that you're doing that and i think that we talked about a little bit in promising promising we young did, woman yeah. as well that you were like oh they don't need to show the rape scenes why do we have to watch the actual rape take place yeah, and i think we talked about True. it in the other one that we did too we talked about it a little bit in antebellum because they had so many rape scenes in that one they were yeah. like you didn't need to we're show like, okay i know <laughs> like are we done here like, like oh yeah you don't have to actually show that for it to be like i don't know a successful movie in my opinion or yeah. at least yeah yeah, it's like you can allude to bad things without actually having yeah. to brutalize the actresses or have yeah. them go through someone else's trauma because that's yeah. kind of like that's not okay. Like, it's not creative. Quentin Tarantino, I'm like, be creative <laughs> a little bit. Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> yeah, Kill Bill. That's true. I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I haven't so. even seen his movies. I kind of refuse to watch them, but <laughs> yeah, I do <laughs> know that the actress in Kill Bill, he like literally would like manipulate her emotionally and like yes, physically in, real life. in order to get a performance out of her yes in real life for those movies. and that one um shelly duvall from mm-hmm. uh, the shining yeah that's another one same with the in the um girl with the dragon tattoo really she would like there's uh there's like an interview where she's like yeah i would literally <gasps> have like bruises all over my body from how <gasps> intense those scenes were no yeah. way and it's like <gasps> that is so that's scary not okay. <laughs> that is so fucking scary no honestly because that scene was scary like in girl they, giant tattoo that yeah, shit was hard like, to watch this movie even tried to allude to the fact that like women often as actresses in hollywood don't get the same treatment as men and they does it with a, some stupid quip from Audrey Plaza in like the first two minutes of the movie when she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was an actress, but now I'm a director. And he's like, oh, what do you like to do about directing? You're like, why don't you act anymore? And she's like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of maybe just because people didn't like hire me. And then she says, I kind of like it better though, because now at least I can eat cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 
No, let's talk about cookies. Let's not talk about how women actually are literally being brutalized for rape scenes. Let's talk about cookies. How are those cookies? Tell me, Lawrence. Tell me about those cookies. Oh my god. Tell me about how a woman, what's the quote? She says, maybe I should have been a slave in the 1700s because then at least I would have some direction in my life because I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay, Lawrence. I'm glad you think that that's a struggle woman feel. I cannot. That was, that was, that was what he, he had to offer. That's what he brought to the table. Well, maybe (laughs) as a woman, you would feel better if you were in the 1700s and still oppressed completely more than you are now, because it gives you direction in life. (laughs) Bro. I cannot. I literally cannot. Seething. What in the world? It's like, oh, you gotta laugh to keep from crying. Like, oh, I want to like, punch this guy in the face. I, I know. Just take him out it, back, you know? Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. What oh, yeah, I know. were you thinking? Dude. Oh, my goodness. There's not even gonna do anything <sighs> if I beat him up. You're just what? There's not even gonna do anything if I were to beat him up. Yeah, the damage like, is done. Oh, well, that makes sense. You're a woman. Yeah, of I know, right? Of course you were yeah. mad about that. <laughs> you get offended so easily. Why are you so sensitive? <laughs> Bro. My eyes could not roll back farther into my head. Like, who are we? Who are we fucking FMFing. Yes. Yo, obviously it's Baco. There's Baco and there's Gabe. Those are like the two... men that have actual lines in this movie, I guess. They're like, they do something for the plot. Yeah. They have names. They have names. Yeah. And then... Baka, Gabe, and the costume designer guy. God, I hate this movie so much. (laughs) I'm so... It almost feels cathartic because it's like... Oh, yeah. My, I his didn't realize that Mike is the guy that ends up playing Gabe's character in the meta movie. <gasps> oh, yeah, but I guess he's we the guy that him. they bring up in the beginning. Oh, what did Mike tell you about me? All right, so oh. Mike, Baco, and Gabe. FM. Okay. All of them make horrible decisions, except for Mike. <laughs> Mike doesn't suck. <laughs> Mike doesn't. Mike. Mike doesn't suck. Um. Hmm. So obviously. Dang it, I forgot we're not killing. I was about to say, I'm like, obviously kill Gabe. Yeah, obviously kill Gabe. I was thinking um, the same thing, and I had to stop myself, and I was like, wait, we don't kill. I'd friendzone Baco. Because, I don't know, he kind of gives off, like, friendzone guy vibes. Like, the guy you would friendzone, like... I don't know. He just kind of gives us those vibes. They wrote him to be friend zoned, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary Mike, because I don't know. He's the only one that was like, "Yeah, Aubrey, you're correct. You shouldn't say that line. It's dumb." <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Mike. <laughs> Mike writes. <laughs> um, 
Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> and then I guess I would just screw Gabe because I have to, I guess, for the purposes of the game. <laughs> I think I'm actually going to take a page from your book and I'm going to friend zone Gabe, but the type of friend zone where we're not friends. <laughs> That's what Baco is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so I'm going to do that. Maybe fuck Baco and then marry Mike <laughs> for that reason. That he, you know what? He didn't really do anything wrong. He was kind of just, he was just minding there. his business. Yeah, he stayed in his lane. So he did speak I respect once. that. Yeah. He helped out Allison out a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. Solidarity. So specifically, I know, that was almost painful. I hate it when we hate the men and then we have to do Ugh. this. But I'm like, we have to do it for women's rights. Like, <laughs> we have to reverse the sexism. <laughs> um, specifically for Bechtel says, I wanted to bring up just the, like, we talked about a little bit the fact that they are like, oh, here's how women suffer. And then they make her suffer. But also just specifically the fact that she had to be, like, naked. That shit sucks. I hate that. I was like, yeah, I hate that. I know. It's stupid. It's it sucks when when girls are naked and it's not like sexual. But then even sometimes when it's sexual, it's like we talked about this a little bit. I think in one of them, like, does it even need to be sexual and how that's like kind of a cop out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that it's unfortunate when they they feel like they have to like make her naked to shock or to elicit an emotion from you or to show that she's in the middle of a breakdown which we've we've gone over yes, before yes we've talked about this yes. yet again it's like she would have ten, she would have like 10 layers on and basically yeah. naked in order yeah. to show you that she's gone through a breakdown wonderful yeah. great yeah. job lawrence never yeah. seen that one before no that I just wanted to bring up because it does pass the Bechdel test. It does. Yeah, because she and the wife the have conversations, test. yeah, about non men related things. But to me it was not It's just a megaphone for progressive men. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically like, just puppets for men to say things that they wouldn't be able to say if it was a yes. man. <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, They're like, oh, but it was flames. a girl, so we can't get called out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what you know. Um, <sighs> yeah. So, I ugh, I'm just not coherent right now because it's just like the rage thoughts. Like I wish I could I'm have like so more coherent thoughts. <laughs> but um, maybe yeah. someday I'll probably talk about it in a different one. I'll reference back to this one. Yeah, we'll like, oh, probably bring said. up this movie because it was that bad. Yeah, it's like it's like the perfect example of everything that we talk about on this podcast. That we're like this literally exists and people praise it. <laughs> yeah like it like exists, our new people scale. praise it and like no one thinks twice about it yeah our like, new rating scale is going to be from black movie. bear to to portrait of lady on fire i'm gonna watch that movie i need some female gaze in my life <laughs> i know i need to watch that as like a what is it like a so chase watching like that i'm watching birds of prey i'm yes, going birds to for sure soak in not being seen by men i don't want to be perceived by men yeah do not perceive me do not look at me do not speak to me do not touch <laughs> me get away from me you do not exist it's true <laughs> this is a, this is my world this is a girl's world you are no yes. longer the place in it <sighs> it's bad vibes in this episode today <laughs> it's bad vibes only <laughs> I, 
I can't. The last time I was this upset about a movie, and I don't even think yeah. I was as mad at that movie as I am at this movie. But it was that movie we watched at the drive-in. Oh that, yeah! Like, oh, we still have to movie. do that. Well, that one was directed by a woman, so we have to rewatch that. And we could review that one. I would rate that one higher than this one, though. I would. That one was watchable. At this least it was like watchable. watchable. <laughs> like yeah. it was. It was equally plot-wise as dumb, but yeah. at least it wasn't like oppressive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ugh. No, honestly, yeah. Okay, so what would you rate this movie? So what would, I rate what would you movie? rate Black Bear? Yeah. I know we said we would rate it a 1 if we didn't finish the movie, so I guess that makes us like a 1.5. Because I finished 1.5. It, but it sucks. <laughs> Same, 1.5. I almost yep. stopped watching the movie, but I, I did finish it, so. Me too. I wanted to I did stop. take a break. I had to take a yeah. break. <laughs> <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. Solid 1.5 for that one. Mm-hmm. I also rated it 1.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Um, Good. Yeah. It has an average 3.5 rating on Letterboxd, which is upsetting it's pretty to low. Me. <laughs> but, well, it's out of 5. So, mm. for that, it's pretty high. It's more than more I than guess, half. yeah. I don't it's know what things generally <laughs> average on Letterboxd. Uh, well, that's just, like, in general. Like, if, mm-hmm. if this was, like, a 70 on Rotten Tomatoes, like, what impression would that give you? To me, that would that would be high for this movie. What is it? Oh, my gosh. Can you check? I guess it would be high. But yeah. I've hated movies that are, like, rated 70. Like, Definitely if it's rated 70, I'm just kind of, like... Yeah. It could go either way. Yeah. It could either be really... It's either really good, and it's just subject to, like, bad reviewers... Mm-hmm. or it's That's just true. genuinely like the worst yeah because <laughs> i've seen movies yeah. that are rated 70 and i'm like this movie's like amazing <laughs> and then i've seen movies that are rated 70 and i'm just like yeah no this is this is a butt this yeah. movie sucks <laughs> yeah and then i'm like why they even give it that high yeah well i have some recommendations for y'all and I, I'm sure you can probably guess which one I'm going to say first. Yeah. If you liked Black Bear 2020, director Lawrence Michael Levine, you will enjoy Malcolm and Marie <laughs> 2021, directed by Sam Levinson. Basically the same thing, except less settings, because it's all just in a house, and less colors. It's all in black and white. So and there's but, more than one black person. Yeah. yeah. At least the the boringness is racially inclusive. So, okay. So the second movie I have to recommend <laughs> is I'm thinking of ending things, directed by Charlie Kaufman, which also came out in 2020. Not a fan of that one. Again, it's another trippy, existential, very heavy in dialogue movie. Mm. That one was a lot more interesting um, visually. And I would say that the narrative was also structured and it kept me really interested. But uh, again, these, in my opinion, would be better as books. And this Mm. one, I I know, I think of anything was based on a book. So I don't know. Or maybe I'm just a nerd because I really like to read. So I'm like, it would be better as books. But those are the ones that I Yeah, no, it literally would be so much better as a book. Yeah. Like if it was a book. It'd be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'd still be pissed, but. Yeah. Because I'd be able to like make up my own images and they wouldn't be those images <laughs> yeah they wouldn't be the same images <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would skim over yeah. the part where he writes 
she's drunk and naked on the cabin floor. Yeah, crying. I'd be like, I pretend I do not <laughs> see it. This girl's in this random girl's lap. Yeah. Skips it completely. Yeah. Rips it out, blocks it out with Sharpie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can make it your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I have two movies that I would recommend. And one of them is also a Charlie Kaufman film. And wow. this one actually won an Oscar, which... It was, it was like... Goes to show you. I don't know Oscars if it's Oscar. like an animated film. I did not like this movie. It's got an interesting premise, but again, the way that like the images and everything was just like, why on earth? Lisa, if you know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry that I just triggered you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna it's look the it up after. That's got like puppets, and but they're like real life people, and everyone's a puppet, but they all have the same face. And it's supposed to be about like individuality. And for some reason, there's like a two minute long puppet sex scene that no edits, no cuts or anything. <laughs> no that's, it's that, one that, take. It has that in it. And then he finds this girl that he's in love, also the one that he has sex with, and then. She starts to not have the same face as everyone else. But then there's like the secret corporation that's like, no, you can't be an individual. Everyone must be the same. And so they're after them. So they have to be on the run for the rest of their life. They're puppet I want to look that up. That sounds fucked up and weird. And I'm so It is really weird. It's also animated. <laughs> it's, I'm fascinated. I, I, wow. You had me at puppets. <laughs> if you like really weird things, like maybe you'll like that movie. Because it's definitely more interesting than this one. Okay, and then I guess the last movie that I have is Igrid Goes West. If you just want to see Aubrey Plaza acted more things. <laughs> um, this movie actually isn't bad. Elizabeth Olsen is in it. And it's actually pretty interesting, I have to say. It's 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 a good one. I need to see so, yeah. it still. I haven't seen it. We should talk about it. Yeah. You should watch it and we should talk about it. Because I like when I watched it, I was making Boba at home. So nice. I wasn't, like, really paying that much attention to it. But, like, the overall plot is really interesting. Like, just, like, the premise of the movie. is basically Audrey Plaza plays this girl that, like, loves this, like, influencer from L.A. And, like, creates in her mind that they're, like, best friends. And so she moves to L.A. to meet her and stalk her in person and become best friends with her. And then, like, tries to become her. But then, like, obviously... Things happen. That sounds great. That probably doesn't Things happen. happen. <laughs> but that it's just great. like, it's interesting. <laughs> I would watch <laughs> it. Like, it's interesting. You would probably finish the movie. <laughs> it's watchable. Um, yeah, and like, who doesn't love Elizabeth Olsen and friggin' Mother Plaza? Their movie. Honestly, if you want if you want real fun, go and watch all of their like press conferences because their interviews together are amazing. <laughs> They're so really? funny. They're Aww. funny and adorable, and I love them. Aww. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we are done with this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope we didn't, like, kill your ears with our <laughs> being upset and ranting of this. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, by all means, please check it out. Uh, don't just take our opinions for it. Go and watch it, you know? Like, you don't have to hold our standards to everything. Like, you can, you are allowed to enjoy this movie if you, like, really do just like this movie. It's not mandatory that you hate it because we hate it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, go and take a look and then listen to this podcast again. And then, I don't know, maybe it'll have a different impact on you. Um, if you have seen it uh, and you're still listening, thank you. 
<laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, uh, like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Go ahead and leave us a review if you're on any podcasting site, Apple Music or whatever. Um, follow us on literally everything. We're not on everything. We're not on Twitter, but we're on Instagram, TikTok. Love to have conversations with y'all. Love to talk about movies. Please suggest us movies. We would love to watch more movies that aren't just on me and Vic's radar. If there are movies that are on you guys' radar that you want us to watch, we would love to watch them. <laughs> but yes. for the purposes of the podcast, again, has to be written by, directed by, or starring a woman. So with that, we leave you. Have a good night or day or whatever time of whatever. I don't know. Time's not real. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.